Mic check. Ha 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 ha. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Four Points In, the technology podcast where myself, Tom Robert Shaw, Nick Jones and Red Davis get together over a beer and talk about whatever's been going on in the world of technology. Now, we've uh, tried to get away from, from talking about blockchain and cryptocurrencies every week, so this week we decided we'd focus on health and we'd all signed up to 23andMe, the DNA testing service, and got together and had a chat about what we found in it, what we thought about it, and the general movement in, in the, the health industry with the adoption of technology where, where we see it um, might be going. So with that, let's dive right in. Should we start? Oh, we've already started. Have we? But we are going to start with the beers. Okay. What have we got this week? It's cold, mainly because the room is cold. So got free, free fridge. Location Brewery, Life and Death. 6.5% 6. IPA, smooth, malty backbone, with a hint of fruit salad, so they say. Fruit salad. A rich don't know golden. how I feel about that. Don't, they don't filter it because that... Remove some of the flavour. Oh, not again. Oh. I don't. Definitely get my fruit salad on the non-stop. <laughs> yeah. Bit of melon, bit of grape, unfiltered beer. Give me oh. fucking beast headaches, though. Yeah. What, did you have a beast headache? Um, no, not so bad. But I pretty much had a headache hmm. after um, I drank it, like within minutes. Or the Garrick's head beer. Yeah. yeah. That, the <sighs> next one was the worst headache I've ever had. Three kilos of hops and 40 kilos of barley selflessly give their lives to brew every barrel of, barrel of this beer. That's very hoppy. I've made a mistake. I'd like to apologise to you now. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I would be grateful for the fact that it's not like creamy dark uh, beer. It's only a 330 mil as well. I don't know. I quite like this. It's With right. a bit of fruit, it kind of makes the hops not so punchy yeah. in the face, kind of. True. And jerky it, chaser is quite nice. Jerky chaser. <laughs> oh, let, let me have a go. Yeah, very hoppy, very hoppy. Mmm, barbecue mix of fruit. They've done well to get it listed in Tesco's, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just highlight the fact the beer's from Tesco's. But yeah. <laughs> independent brewery. Not bad. Can't be that independent if they've uh, sold their sales to Tesco. Fiercely independent, Tom. Hell bent on producing punchy and distinctive beers. So, so where okay. the hell is Cragvale, Hebden Bridge? Anybody know? No. UK is all we know. Don't know. No, I like this. I don't think I again. Uh, a normal way of rating a beer is would I have more than one? And I'm not sure I would. Like, no, I think I it's nice to have. Again, imagine having a pint of this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Unfiltered beer is always a bit cloudy as well, isn't it, when I've had it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's the idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. Always in the can. It's right. Hazy, they say. Cool. Hazy. I'm well, like full of shit. Well, what, what do we rate this one then? Life and death? <sighs> Better than some of the <laughs> rubbish that we've had. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go with a four? Oh, it's not horrible. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's like beer, in the middle. Though. Like it's a Not my kind of beer. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's... It, it, Works against itself. They were a bit fed up with IPAs, so yeah. yeah. And I like the fruit part. Overdose on the hoppiness. The fruit part is good. But... So, what's the instruction for someone buying the beer next? What are we looking for? I don't know. Just get good at picking, mate. Lager would be nice. Be a bit different, yeah. Go against the flow. Gets a gets a bad rep, but it's actually you know, we get we get through a lot of it. Our, our old Brits, don't we? So yeah. yeah. 
That's what we're going to do. That's Lager. Fair. What are we talking about this week, guys? <clears throat> well, we've been waiting for this one for a little while, but we're going to do a health episode because, as you know, we've all done our 23andMe. And I'm the pinnacle of healthy and yeah. humanity itself. <laughs> Despite all of your genes. <laughs> <laughs> Despite my genetic disposition to be fat forever. Um, yeah. You're our baseline. Am I? <laughs> you do well, eh? Christ. No, um, I've heard about 23andMe, and I've seen a whole lot of advertising since um, they seem to be getting uh, into the TV ad- ads. I'm kind of glad I don't watch too much TV. Um, I think I first came across it sort of last year, last summer. I saw that Kevin Rose was talking about it and getting into the whole understanding your, your DNA. and. I thought it was a, a cool idea. Uh, the fact that they, you know, you <laughs> essentially uh, spit into a pop, send it off to the Netherlands, and they come back with your like uh, genetic markers. Um, and yeah, it's quite like uh, dumbed down. There's not uh, any uh, technical information, medical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can go into that if you want to. Yeah, there's a lot of research behind yeah. it. And they do link to it. <clears throat> oh yeah, and that's that's a, a big thing. Is that it is you know uh, there is research, but yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where people ask, why do why do you why do you want to do that? And I guess it's just out of curiosity more than anything else. It's the fact that it's cool because we like new tech, the idea of it's a bit sort of uh, a thing of the future, being able to actually understand your genetics and be able to change your like life or, um, you know, medical treatment based on mm-hmm. like your own genes and personalize it. So that's very like, um, I don't know, topical. Yeah. Um, I feel also... like I've known about 23andMe for a long time though. Yeah. I, th- very, I think it's longer, long yeah, longer than really? a year ago. Yeah, oh yeah, 23 and me, I think, have been around for a very, very long time. So is it just that they've got to a point where it's a lot cheaper now? Because they're doing offers at the moment for like £110 for your like ancestry and like medical risks and stuff. I don't know. I I seem to remember some uh, controversy around it at some point, which I really should have read about. Maybe you should have told me this before I uh, (laughs) did it. Well, maybe, you know, like, (laughs) we complain about our privacy and our email addresses getting stolen, but now it's fine, just Just, have have my DNA. It's not doing anything. Yeah, I just don't need it. Got more spare. When was Um, it founded? When was it founded? It was founded in 2006. Yeah, wow. 11 years ago. But also think about like, you know, in the next few years, think about a family and it's interesting to know what sort of like things you have a disposition for and we're only getting older now, I'm afraid to tell you all. Um, So again, nice to know. And then after all of that, the disappointing thing is I don't actually have many, this shouldn't be disappointing, (laughs) but I don't have many variants that indicate that I'm going to have anything other than a unibrows or... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was saying this to Nick, it was actually like the opposite of the feelings. You're like, oh, actually there's not much about me. As in, there's no like interesting results come back. Yeah, it was a bit um, of an anticlimax. Because like, yeah, I guess the hard hitting ones are all like the diseases and stuff. Yeah, you have to, you have um, to like the first page you load up once you get your report after three weeks of waiting is that there's a big like banner on the top saying, "Oh, view your Alzheimer's and dementia report." Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big blue buttons as well, isn't it? Uh, Alzheimer's yeah, and Parkinson's. Yeah. <laughs> and that is one of the things. Like, I know you, you know in your own family what your risks are, so those are the sort of things you end up looking for as yeah. well. Is, is I mean. You know you're at risk already, so it's not you're really learning much. But yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, they they break it into different types. So there's a whole wealth of information you get back, which I thought was fascinating. You can you can end up reading like spending a lot of time on their site, re- reading into the detail. It yeah. talks about like your um, ancestry and heritage, like going back sort of like hundreds of thousands of years of where you come from in Africa, essentially, uh, and if you're related to Genghis Khan or not. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that one. 
No, I didn't seem to. Genghis Khan uh, was apparently uh, on um, in your bloodline. He was on Kevin Roses, and he like Kevin like even like f- like spoke to their support, going, "I don't like know where this comes from. This like part of my heritage." Like, oh, don't worry, that's Genghis. He, everyone's related to Genghis. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's the ancestry you can read on like both the maternal and paternal side, and just understanding how they they work all that out is is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, without yeah, they're very good at explaining it. You've got your like personality traits so you know, from the dna you know it's not that clever because you know what color hair you have but they can tell you're likely to have this color hair you're likely to smell asparagus in your wee you know all the important useful things <laughs> hang on that asparagus line is asparagus in your wee yeah not actually smelling asparagus yeah oh. everybody can smell asparagus <laughs> It's whether or not... <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> I think enough has been said. Uh, well, that, that Do you like the jokes that we made? No, well, I was just laughing along to make you feel good. <laughs> it was... Uh, that's, that's added a whole new dimension to that, to that line in my report. Cool. Yeah. See, so you can smell asparagus. Apparently. Okay. Well, just eat some asparagus tonight and then... Well, have I got to eat asparagus first? Yeah. Well, how else do you think you need to smell asparagus anyway? <laughs> I don't know, maybe this just smells like that with some people. It's brilliant, it's brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's Likely pre- no bald spot. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, um, me too. Pretty, pretty cool. My ear, ta- ear wax type is likely wet. Uh, <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> quite, quite nice to know. Uh, muscle composition, common in elite power athletes. I mean, I knew that one again. Going into it. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Powerlifter. World's strongest man. Likely to consume more caffeine. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> no, mine was low there. Really? Yeah, I was just quite surprised by it. But then I didn't, I didn't drink coffee or tea, actually, for a long time until we started Mean Bee. Yeah. And I decided I wanted to drink something hot and started on tea and then... Things escalate and you end up getting onto your lattes, your cappuccinos, and then just the hard stuff, black yeah. coffee, strikes. <laughs> Espressos. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I've got wet air wax as well. On, right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sort that out for you, mate. Please. <laughs> Do you have a, a longer big toe then? Like you'd have a longer <laughs> big toe? Likely big toe longer, yeah. What does that mean then? Oh, well, I've got, I'm not going to whip my feet out now, but my, <laughs> my like, index toe is freakishly long. Uh, so, yeah, that's not right for me. Well, I think there you go. It's like a carrot. Because you can provide feedback, can't you? You can basically be like, this is actually yeah. kind of wrong. One of the other cool sections I didn't notice at the time, um, I, you can share your data sort of semi-publicly um, and find your DNA relatives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that section? So yeah. the closest person that's, it's found to me shares like 0.4% of my DNA and is like, there's a, a few different ways it could, um, you know, how they could be related, but they're sort of equivalent to being fourth cousin. So like from the same great, great grandparents. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, again, can't do much with this information, but it's cool. Yeah, I've got, my closest is 0.62. So... Oh, one point six two. That's that's pretty good. Jeanette Marlowe, if you're out there, Dimitri. No, actually, I can just message her. Do you know me? But yeah, that's the that, that is yeah. The so mine the... has second or third cousin with one point five two shared. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What do we that's know? actually quite scary. <laughs> like, it could actually be related. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're related. What I want to do is I want to. 
get my parents to do this. I'm already working on this. So I, 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 shared, I shared the report with my, with my parents. Because yeah. you know how they're like, oh, maybe you don't want to share this, maybe you don't. Because it's actually, I'm revealing things that might be uh, in their genetics as well. Yeah. So you've got to approach the data a little sensi sensitively. Um, but turns out my report is incredibly boring and there's nothing really in there. So I, <laughs> yeah. I shared it up to um, parents and they, they actually found it really interesting, which I wasn't quite expecting. Um, but yeah, my 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 aim was to try and get them to do the report as well. Yeah. Um, and I really want to do it without any of the relationship linking to start off to see if I actually, they actually appear in the um, uh, yeah. DNA, what's it called? DNA, DNA relatives. Yeah. DNA relatives, yeah, section. Or yeah. did you do if they cool. just didn't appear at all? Yeah. And then you're like, they're not related. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah Nick, we've got something to tell you. <laughs> we didn't realise you'd find out this way. <laughs> Although my mother did say, oh, we need a chat next time we come down. She did. <laughs> she did, yeah. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. So could get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow up on that on the next yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this time next we week. Will. Yeah, I want to get my sister on as well. And I would like to get my auntie on as well to see. Yeah, the... I wish they did like a family pack, like where it's a bit. You do, you do get discounts with with subsequent purchases, but yeah, yeah it'd be okay. nice if you could pay like yeah, four hundred quid. Yeah, yeah six. Months. It says like then if you get your grandparents with on there as well, it says it can say like how much you one grandparent you are compared to the other. Really? Um, because you know you... it's going to be awkward for my grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're dead. I, I was going to say, I was trying to think how many of mine I got. Yeah, I'm Saliva sample is going to be a little tricky. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Still got dark tone. I like to think how cool this is going to be for um, like future generations as well. Mm -hmm. And how from today, or from whenever we did this, the rest of our... Um, assuming we have kids, the uh, rest of our lineage is going to be able to go back all the yeah, way to... It's only going to get cheaper to get... A, like, yeah. I assume because I I thought that like full uh, genome, um, whatever it's called, testing cost mm. like $1,000 or something. So this isn't that much, so it can't be to that no, level. No, yeah, and uh, yeah, something we were talking about as well was like, so when they do this this thing, are they, because the, the DNA is like gigabytes of data, terabytes maybe, I don't I don't know how much, um, but it doesn't seem like something you can do for 100 quid. No. Um, so I was wondering whether they're just like, okay, so I need to look in this specific place, like a coordinate like of, of the DNA. Yeah, that's the impression I got as well. Yeah. They were looking for markers and then those can, like, and they sequence just port, like the important yeah. sections of it. Um, yeah. But again, like I'm, I, they're actually, like I found it a bit more difficult to find that information on the, mm -hmm. the website. So I was wondering, like, as research develops and more, you know, you know how they're collecting all this data about the reports and they're asking you kind of questions and yeah. trying essentially match up. Well, they're doing the their own research as exactly. well. Exactly. I wondered if more stuff was going to come out of that. Yeah. Um, because oh, they've, they've looked up other places or whether they've just done that super targeted stuff. Like they might be, it might be a little bit restrictive in terms of discovering more things if they've only yeah. taken a snapshot. It's like from a business point of view as well, it's, it's kind of bad news, for, I guess there's six billion people on the planet, but it's, it's bad news if you only have to do this 100 pound test once. You know, it's not, yeah. that's not sustainable, really. Yeah, but then you, like, the way to SaaS at this business is to just have a monthly subscription, and as their more research comes out, they notify you. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine those emails, though? Yeah, you'd, you'd really hate spending the money on it. Yeah, like, so when, when you play the lottery, you get um, you get an email saying, oh, you uh, you better check your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you, I think you've won something. Like, you can imagine those kind of clickbaity emails coming through yeah. from... Uh, oh, oh yeah. you've got that DNA, have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better check that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that's that's interesting way to think about it. Share to Facebook to find out whether or not you're at risk. (laughs) Red light your latest disease. But there's, oh, yeah, it's sparked so many different conversations or the way that we like, could, could go here in terms of, um, you know, how do you, as you mentioned, the sensitivity of this and is it a good thing for people to do and would it cause, like, if you did this on, on mass, I mean, obviously it's optional, um, but the anxiety that it can create and they were certainly very cautious about some, even some of the, like, Alzheimer's reports you had to, like, opt in for, to get yeah, because yeah. they don't want you to stress about it and there's even ways to getting, um, like, genetic counselling, like, the, for yeah. approved people yeah. on the site um, mm-hmm. because, you know, people are going to react differently and, you know, maybe even we would have reacted differently if we had, um, like, uh, like, I don't know, scarier results. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a big question is, is uh, age age old question of like should we know? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I think it can only help, but I do think yeah. that you know anxiety could make things an awful lot yeah. worse with and the it, things that you can't change. And it doesn't matter how many times you read the sentence, like slightly increases your risk. Yeah, like in your head, that's like okay, fuck, I'm done now. I got yeah. this. As soon as I turn, this is going to be how I go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so even if it's bumping your percentage chance by like three percent, yeah. Like there's there's ninety seven percent of well, I know it doesn't work like that but there's there's so many other ways to environment diet oh yeah to definitely and they, they make a big point of that as you're going around that you know there's so many other factors than, than genes that have an even bigger effect on yeah. on this and you know those MACDs probably hurt a lot more than the one point three seven percent increase in obesity chance yeah. that yeah. I've got for the gene yeah because mine. Because my grandma had Parkinson's so that was like quite interesting but that yeah. was like the most I guess that's the closest I've been to something that was on the list. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then you opened it and then, oh, it's fine. Yeah. But um, I don't know how it carries genetically in terms of from a female and how it goes mm. forward. But um, yeah, that was like the closest one that I thought I could potentially have if it was to ever show up. Yeah. Um, but I'm clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they only, not to like worry you, but they do only test for some markers that, you know. What are you saying, Tom? What are you saying? There's a chance. Like, give up hope. Um, uh, the other interesting thing of when we're talking about like having families is, is like, would, would you do anything different? Like, if we, you know, if we chose to have kids, would the results affect what we do? Would it just change? You know, we might be encouraged to maybe live our lives a little bit differently because that can only help. Definitely, um, yeah. But, you know, knowing what you're a carrier for and what your partner is a carrier for and therefore what, um, like, your, your yeah. children are well, likely to... Well, you can to... screen now as well, like, before... The baby's born. Yeah, and stuff but that's like a whole that. like that's a whole another kettlefish of um, yeah, uh, yeah, moral questions there. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, um, have thought of that. Yeah, yeah it's just like we need more than one beer to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, it just opens up options, like, and you have that because of, I guess, the knowledge from the, yeah. the reports, yeah. which to me was like the main thing. Yeah, and like, yeah, you know what to look out for. Yeah, for me, it was to kick up the backside if there was something on there that I would like exactly. pay more attention to yeah. the way I live my life mm-hmm. to kind of accommodate for it. And the the feeling I got when the when the report came through, like he was just like, oh, "Fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm gonna find this shit out." And then I opened the report, and those big blue buttons with like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Like, I don't know, it's 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 the kind of 
The kind of feeling, you know, when you when you apply to university through UCAS and you yeah. see the email come through and it's yeah, like, like your results. This is, this is going to be like the rest of my life. <laughs> it's like I'm a click away from finding this out and just that apprehension. It was, uh, yeah. And it's also not the, thing, the, the words you want to see in big bold writing no. when you click open it. It's no, like, no, 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 no. does that mean I have it? Oh no, it's just saying. You kind of want it to say nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Calm down. Because for most people, it's, it's going to be that, right? And they're not going to know that the blue buttons exist for some people and not for others. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that I could have I could have been led into that a bit nicer by then. Yeah. Uh, the one thing also to note is that you can uh, download all of your data afterwards. So there are other services that can import your, um, either through the download or actually through like a API access to 23andMe. So uh, Prometheus and FoundMyFitness.com are two other ones. They get very technical. I think they're both around sort of $10 um, to do the processing. And again, you've got to choose whether or not you trust trust them yeah. um, but they go into much more detail or surface it a lot quicker so the yeah. downside of that is then it becomes much more difficult to read yeah. um, but you know I did those and similarly there, there wasn't there wasn't much to it yeah 23andMe obviously do a much better job at it yeah I, I find I'm generally pretty lax about privacy and stuff but I do feel super protective over this data for some reason well, for obvious reasons I guess but when I compare it to how I feel about you know give my email address and being tracked all over the, over yeah. the web I don't really care um, yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd use those services. Yeah. I don't think I would. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, there's that innate, like, I don't want to share that, but I also I think it's probably ignorance because I don't really know how much, like, identifies. I, don't, I mean, it must be a no, big enough identifier um, to identify me, I assume, but yeah, can you I do much with that? And, and, yeah, I, I don't know. And that moves on to the bigger question about, like, so what are they going to do with this? So there's a couple of questions. Insurance companies really and what's yeah. going to happen with that in the future and like my my kids too like how much how much do they own this data and how much do they have a say in what happens happens to it and should i be thinking about that now in terms of mm. who i give it to because maybe in like a hundred years the rules would have changed and me having given away this data like in in 2017 impacts their life somehow in terms of being able to get various well um, you say you don't care about privacy that much but no i know but it's, it's strange to me because i feel so fucking protective about yeah. this the genetic stuff because it's like half of this is going to be passed on to my kids if i have any mm. so it's like it's almost not mine to like fuck yeah, around with yeah yeah it's interesting to think of i tend not to get deep into this kind of stuff but <laughs> yeah 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 especially the companies that are yeah the insurance companies where for them, it's, they have to do the calculated risk. Yeah. And then if they can get more information to help them calculate that risk. Yeah. Also, yeah. part of it is like, I, I've, I've kind of been on, you know, us building websites and seeing lots of, lots of businesses in e-commerce. We know how much of a shit show this stuff is usually behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and so anyone could go into this database and have a look at my data, really. And I know yeah. they're going to have loads of safeguards or whatever. I'm sure they abide by GDPR and all yeah, of our like, yeah, right. identifying data is anonymized. Yeah. I'm sure it is. But I'm getting to the point where I just don't fucking trust anyone any with my data, I think. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Three and me, yeah. data is very, um, seems to be important yeah. at the moment, at least. And I was thinking about the, like, the road to personalized healthcare, which is something that quite a lot of like, bleeding edge tech people in medical and medical industry are talking about. And it is very attractive, the idea of having, you know, things that you being able to better choose the like medication and treatment so that it you know it works for you. Um and maybe customizing it um more so than just diagnosis as well, if you yeah. know there's some markers there. And then the other side of it is that seems like again like 
as we've experienced with technology, nothing it comes to everybody at the same time. So that's only going to be available for like the privileged few. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the side of me is like, well, that's not really that cool then. Um, and I think the biggest challenge we have with the medical like um, treatment now is access to it. And so we have a lot of technology now that would be able to detect cancers earlier, would be able to detect all like a lot of illnesses earlier. And the problem is that we don't, we don't, it doesn't work at a scale where everyone can be um, uh, scanned because um, either through cost or disorganization that we just can't work at that scale. Um, and so that was like, that's the area that I felt needs more work done and would have a bigger impact than like the personalized healthcare. Yeah. Like right now, like, that's cool and all, and I'm sure it will do well, but I'm sure actually it's it's finding a way of applying all that we already know and like um and through education so yeah i was thinking like if people were tested more in their 30s um and there was more proactive healthcare then like the catching things early would do much better for um our health in the later years prevention is better than cure you might say well yeah but it's still like early catching is more uh, well, I mean, rather than by the time your your symptoms got so bad that yeah. you know you can't really do much, and that's the time you get tested, and also because we're human, so we avoid yeah. like yeah. doing those sort of things. I think I'm gonna start getting medicals. I think it's. I think it should be like an annual thing. Oh yeah, I can't. Was I talking to you? Yeah, you the, the other day. Situation is not something I'd look forward to. Oh yeah, we were yeah. talking about yeah context. Uh, I want to know the context. Well, it doesn't sound like it. From I, the said, um, me. I said to me, I'm like, I don't like context look, I want to give. Start looking to get and a yearly or two yearly. <laughs> Do <Dude>, it. <laughs> um, like medical checks, like, yeah. and so I'm with Booper, and then so the idea is that potentially get that. You still have to pay a bit, but like yeah. it'll be cheaper. Um, and yeah, just get those just done. Do I, do I want to know what kind of things are involved with those checks? Well, then well, I mean, I one did. of them involves one finger and a doctor. Yeah, so I didn't. <laughs> I did not think of this, and then Nick was. <laughs> well, what's worse is you've got to pay more for that. <laughs> got to pay more for the more complete check. But I guess it's got to happen at some point. <laughs> Can you go in like two points in or? <laughs> two one, I guess. Yeah, I think I'd enjoy that a bit you, more. You've only, you've only oh. got a. You've only got a cough. <laughs> Uh, would you um, so let's say you're buying uh, life insurance or something like that, and there was the option to upload your data, yeah, and that would no presuming that you know that it's it's clear that it would then lower your price of your insurance, yeah. Um, would you do that? It's interesting because. Insurance is all about probabilities, right? That's what actuaries do is like essentially what's what's the likelihood that yeah. you're gonna die in a car crash or something for mm-hmm. life insurance, I guess. Or dying's not so bad and it's cheaper than living. Uh, true. Um <laughs> or like, you know, if you smoke you're likely to die sooner and though you, and so yeah. you're you're more likely to have a payout. But like then you have that legislation, like when we were kids, where um boys and girls have to be insured at the same rate you can't discriminate anymore yeah even though boys are far males are far more likely to to get in car accidents than than women are right yeah and so you know it's it's almost unfair to to women now to have to essentially underwrite like Mm. dangerous male drivers yeah um and so you know what's it was that the right thing to do or was that was that fair um and i think the same kind of thing applies to healthcare as well because they could always 
um, legislate against insurance providers being allowed to discriminate against anyone for that. But then if I can get my insurance like 70% cheaper by mm-hmm. letting you know that I don't have this genetic marker, then yeah. is it fair that I'm not allowed to do that? Yeah, because um, it reminds me of, so there's these uh, car insurance uh, places that they have an app. Yeah. You can have the app in the car and then they sort of track how you drive sort of thing. And then that sort of counts towards your, mm. your the price calculation. I guess they're just checking that you yeah, drive. it's all about getting you into a different group to everyone else. Like, are you a safe driver or are you yeah. not a safe driver? And so, so that's how I, yeah, that's what my thought was with the uploading your... Because they discriminate against like age and Mm -hmm. weight now. So my my like life insurance premium was like a a quid more expensive than Chelsea's because I'm overweight and Chelsea isn't (laughs) isn't. Uh, so um, so love the pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah good job she doesn't always listen. Definitely to this. not overweight. Definitely <laughs> overweight. Um, but oh yeah, like God. at what point do you draw that line? Like, is is it yeah. fair that I'm discriminated because I'm I'm fatter than other people? And yeah, I'd yeah. say that is fair because it's my fault. Well, but this, then also you've got genes that say that you are very yeah. right, Tom. <laughs> uh, my genetic my genetic code says I'm pre predisposed to be overweight. Yeah. So like, is that actually fair? Yeah. Well, but a lot of it's environment. <laughs> like, let's not shy away from that. It has nothing to do with the food. Absolutely that you eat. nothing to do um, with that. All the jerky's gone. So. <laughs> yeah, the jerky's gone quickly. Yeah, there's no hey, jerky. My, my my feeling towards insurance is that it should be the the, the probability should be based on the the general chance of a single person in the like the population that you're insuring and therefore like that would do that um, act or have that illness and therefore you need to set insurance levels and premiums based on on that there's and the particularly around, around stuff that is genetic like um the healthcare is a, a good example there i think there should be like that shouldn't be taken into account because it's 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 something that you're given that you have no control over and so like you say it's unfair to like split between um uh, male and female and, yeah but if uh, you're getting like insurance against lung cancer say and you're not a smoker and a lot of people do smoke which is a choice yeah i don't think there's a genetic marker for wanting nicotine like, is is it fair that you have to pay exactly the same price that they do? Yeah, I, I do think there's. I was going to split between like genetics and then behavior, and I think you can. You can. I would prefer to give discounts for like good behavior, um, because I also think that it's complicated. Like, you may have like had a stressful upbringing, which mean, means you've got more anxiety, which means you may be more likely to to smoke or give in to like bad things. And again, like. You have a certain level of control, and so if you want that discount, then you quit smoking or you do more exercise. And so I think it's good to like give positive encouragements and reasons to like um, uh, nudge people in the right direction. But I also don't think it's wrong to like charge them over the odds um, because it gets, gets really complicated and yeah. Really, really I mean, the difference between a, uh, an additional charge and discount is just marketing. I mean, it's still it's still a difference in pricing. It just depends how you want to say it. Yeah, I guess I, my my impression of um, the premiums being different different if you you drive fast or if you yeah. eat lots of um, uh, fast food. Guilty. <laughs> um, I think I was expecting like to have sort of 10 percent, ten or twenty percent discount for good behaviour, essentially, um, rather than I expect premiums to be almost like some people's are going to be double others. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. So bigger. I was thinking discounts just being a smaller, small amount different. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's an incredibly great area, and also it's you know for the most part private companies, so they can do what you want. And if you want this uh, insurance cover, then you decide whether or not you want to pay their premiums, and then regulation comes in to protect those that 
or being harmed. Or, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, a tricky one that we haven't worked out anyway, let alone when we get more data yeah. um, to you know, understand even more about genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think everyone should be forced to have this kind of test? No. No. What if, uh, like, knowing the genetic makeup of the population meant that we could save, like, 200 billion on, on NHS? Or by being able to, like, predict what, like, healthcare you're going to yeah. need. Mm. At what point does it get, like, does money start to matter? Yeah, I was wondering when, like, not the current population, but, like, yeah, when people are born, yeah, have them genetically. Yeah, changed. and I saw the thing as well, if I have kids, would I, would I have them done? <laughs> would, I, would I buy them a kit and just say, oh, Jimmy, can you uh, spit in this thing, please? <laughs> Don't need anything for three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> who owns that data? Does, does the kid own the data? Well, you're responsible for the child at that point. So that's mine. I, well, yeah. guess so, isn't it? He doesn't really own anything at that point, does he? Yeah. Um, and so are my parents entitled to my data? Not well, now. You're an adult now. So yeah, but... Kind of. <laughs> so if they had done it on me when I, when, I, when I was a kid, then, then yeah. they'd be entitled to it. Yeah, because he's the minor. Yeah, grey areas all yeah. around. Um, sea of grey. Yeah, I guess my thing with I'm sure there's there's plenty. You don't we don't need to do the enforced medical tests. Um, maybe it's just like biased because of where we are right now. There's there's far bigger fish to to fry in terms of optimizing our NHS yeah. service than uh, knowing what's coming. And you know it's you know, knowing what's coming is you know it's genetic. So it's basically like look at what the previous generation was like and you know and previous generation before that and see the no, the, the trends we're going in yeah, um, yeah. based on what we've needed to treat. Oh no, that's that's actually a good point. Like, does do these markers actually change over? hundreds of years or is it over thousands and, and tens of thousands of years because mm. you're essentially recycling all the time aren't you yeah I guess, like i guess that's where um kind of small communities like her because the you're more likely to have two parents that are both carriers and that's when things can get worse i'm not going to make it i was i was going to say i'm impressed right you didn't make a worse joke then but it turned out to be you don don't no actually i was thinking more of the royal family uh, oh, wow. was, was what was going on in my head at the time? Not uh, you've got a red. But Harry's done pretty well. He's got he's got an Amer- American. Is that a sniper? Or something? Yeah. <laughs> what? Is there a sniper or something? The first instinct for you is just working for it. Yeah, that handle block it. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just to not get the mess on you guys, so you can continue. Oh, oh. Thanks, man. But yeah, so the, yeah, it's interesting. And like we have no idea, um, no visibility on that, and how like carriers and things are being moved around. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that was essentially the, one of the main reasons why I did it is because Sherry's family has one genetic marker that like we already know of because other people in their family have it, and we're interested to know whether or I was interested to know whether or not I have it as well because it's a recessive gene, so it right. makes a difference. Yeah, twenty three and me do do a really good job about explaining that stuff as well. Yeah. I think the pretty pictures and the lack of text is is very good. They really, for they really dumb it down, which I needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even just working out how they can like uh, tell the difference between like maternal heritage and how things get passed on. Yeah. It's just like that was really good. Yeah. Can't explain it to you because I've already forgotten, but it was good. <laughs> well, they should have sponsored our, uh, this episode. Definitely should. Sure. Can I have another kit, please? <laughs> <laughs> to donate. Can we donate it to uh, Nick's parents? Yeah. Yeah. Any other um, thoughts about healthcare? Um, in so, in general? Tasha was talking the other day. Who's our my next personal trainer? Um, there's these kits that will they take your blood, and they do more like inspection of sort of your I guess your vitamins and shit like that. Yeah. 
Um, it was called Fourth something Edge. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, it was like another sort of look of it, like where uh, like athletes are sort of using it as a way to sort of see if they're lacking anything to like get that extra mm. edge. Um, yeah, to sort of perform better. Um, yeah, it's just kind of interesting these sort of like take home what would you normally have to go see a doctor for and pay quite a lot of money for. Yeah. And now being sort of pumped into like, yeah, like, yeah, one thing to say about like, 23me, like it was super simple. Like you get a box delivered in the post, you spit in a tube and Which was actually a lot harder. Yeah. Than, like, the tube looks quite small, but it's actually quite hard to get that in that Yeah, it's a lot of spit, mate. Yeah. I'm not yeah. used to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I may have to not eat for half an hour before I <laughs> Um, did you and then just think of food? Like, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, and then posting it off, and I think that's good from the point of view of not having to go to the doctors to do it and just mm-hmm. having home tests. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Sorry, I was only half listening there when you were talking about the, the fourth edge stuff, but it was, it, you said blood. Yeah. And it, they focus on your deficiencies, don't they? Yeah. Is, yep. Did you already say that? Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. In other they words, I don't think you use the biggest word as the deficiency. Yeah, right. but it's it's cool because they seem to have like a subscription service to it as well. Um, so you can, I guess, make changes to your diet and regime, and then see what effects that has. Yeah. Do you have to like keep giving blood to them? Is this actually like it's blade, just like a finger blade, finger the start of blade four? <laughs> <laughs> They're harvesting. Yeah. No, it seems um, yeah, it's interesting. Seems legit. Kind of how much is that one? Uh, similar pricing. Around the hundred quid mark, eighty to hundred quid, eighty to hundred and fifty quid, or hundred fifty for a pack of three. Yeah, hundred and fifteen is the most expensive. Hundred and fifty for a pack of three. That seems like destiny, guys. It's three of us. Yeah. <laughs> you first. <laughs> and how, 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 how do you have to? Yeah. Yeah, finger break. Right. So you don't have to give much blood then. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, just a bag. Do it. Do it all. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. It's cool that this. Um, so I, I feel like um, biotech and stuff has taken a bit of a backseat to fintech at the moment. Yeah. So biotech used to be like pretty big in green tech, but um, it would be nice to get some in actual in- interesting things out of it. Yeah. Like a uh, Star Trek tricorder. That'd be quite cool. <laughs> uh, there was a. I swear there was a Kickstarter for that at one point. I wonder where that went. Really? Probably yeah, like all Kickstarters. <laughs> Then it's quite expensive, yeah. As you might imagine, but yeah, I think like I think they just kind of need to be able to get the price a bit lower. Like still one hundred twenty-ish quid. Yeah, it's a bit it's high. Still that big barrier to entry. Yeah, um, I think if you're looking more around fifty quid, that's probably a bit like yeah, a bit easier. Yeah, like think think of all like the tricolor stuff as as uh, stupid as it sounds. Think of having a push notification on your phone saying, oh, you know, you're. You seem to be developing a cold. Maybe you should like go home early today. And like, actually, how much that would translate into um, a more productive like country in mm-hmm. terms of you know reducing sick days by twenty percent? That would be a massive change to yeah. That that we're going like as simple as that we can achieve with a culture change. I think there's still yeah. a big like there doesn't seem to be as the culture of like if you're ill, just carrying working from home. That's probably because working from home is still only kind of gaining in popularity in terms yeah. of that being an okay thing to do and they're just as productive at home yeah. um whereas yeah i had a cold like a couple of weeks ago and yeah just like work from home there's no point in me getting everybody else ill in the office yeah yeah, yeah you sounded very contagious yeah you almost caught it over google hangouts yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
can feel it seeping from the speakers. It's just... <laughs> not on the webcam. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the giveaway. Oh, <laughs> sorry, dude. So I'm going to just uh, wait for the uh, webcam. Please. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's a bit blurry. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's improvements we can do, do with that anyway in terms yeah. of culture change. Um, Crazy um, to consider a situation where your boss might know that you're ill or not ill for a sick day based on your tests. Yeah. Or how or you're actually getting, getting to the level where you're having like daily checkups. Check it's yeah. like the, um, you know, those little, um, in, when they were popular for a while, the chewing gum or the, the mint that was like the little, um, uh, little sheets. Yeah. Rather, and it's like, that would be your daily. Your, the streets still do those. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I remember yeah. them. Um, they were, oh man, you were cool at school if you had one of those. Yeah. Jeez. It was um, like breath freshener. Yeah. 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 I do remember those. Um, but yeah, having that as your daily like test for you know how your vitamins are doing yeah. and your your health cool. in general. I'd be all over that shit. Plug it into Apple Health or Amazon Health. Might be coming soon. That's <laughs> um, terrifying. I'm sure yeah, it does. It will start advertising for the uh, vitamin C top ups you need. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, please don't. Yeah, scary, yeah. scary, scary. A lot of big names gone in with um, Amazon and that though. Berkshire Hath Hathaway and oh, is, it is it Goldman Sachs? I think so. What did they yeah. do? That's the three companies that are teaming up to deliver this Amazon Health. Oh, I thought you were taking the piss. That is a legit thing. Yeah. Bugger. What? What are they doing? Um, so yeah, read an article about it this morning. But the the gist of um, gist of it is they they want to. So Amazon's whole like approach to business seems to be. They want to take like a percentage of every dollar that's kind of spent in the economy. Mm -hmm. They've done really well with AWS on that. Um, really well on Amazon, obviously. Um, even if their profits are incredibly low, you know, there's loads of reasons why that could be. Yeah. Um, but their revenue, like the chart, isn't is insane. Um, the race to be like the first trillion dollar market cap company. I think it's them wow. and Apple that are they're in the race for it at the moment. Um, but healthcare is like. Like another another one where it's such a big industry that getting into it and even being a small player in it is is good news, profit and revenue. So they're looking to be actually like a the healthcare provider. Yeah, it seems so. So like the most obvious thing they can replace is the pharmacy. Like that's an easy one for them. Yeah. Um, they can deliver that really. Oh easily. man, that'd be amazing. Yeah. No. Sorry. Yes. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, that could be like a, a good. Um, uh, a good place to start. They've also got a lot of employees, and in a in a country like the US with with bad healthcare, it might be actually a really good recruiting tool, and a um, a good group of beta testers to start on. Given mm. they've got so many employees, yeah, yeah. Um, so they got that going for them as I well. I thought Amazon didn't care about their employees. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, then the article I was reading was like, okay, so the last thing is like hospitals. Um, and they could run that in a similar way to how they run Amazon Prime in that it's not not a profit center. Mm. It's just that's required to, to deliver the service, you know, and they operate at cost um, and, you know, make their money through scale and other ways. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's the gist of it. Amazon. It's weird, like I, I like Amazon for what they do. I just don't like the idea of one company being so big. No. Why, what are the other companies in there for? Money and funding, I guess. Yeah, Berkshire Hathaway are big, like, like funding investment. Right. Isn't there that's, Warren, that's, yeah, Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett? Yeah, his company is. Is it not a company? Is this just like a fund management kind of? I don't, know. I don't think they have a product. 
Oh, no, no, they're a finance company. Yeah. Um, and yeah, JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs, whoever's in is. Um, oh, maybe it's JP Morgan. I don't remember. It's one of those. Hmm. One, one, of, of those. one of those scumbag banks. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And having a having a. Because I, I do consider Amazon a technology focused company. Hmm. Um, I guess they have to be if they're internet only, but having. Um, yeah, all those tech jobs to apply to it would be quite interesting as well. Yeah. Well, that's how they've been able to scale all their businesses is through the tech, like, yeah. really. Um, and that's how they can beat other people is through their, their adoption yeah. of tech. I generally mm-hmm. trust them with my data. Like, I'm, I'm, I know that they're going to use it for marketing at me yeah. uh, as much as they can, but I don't feel worried that it's going to leave their, like, data silo. Because no. that's super valuable to them, and so I don't see any reason why they would. But until they, they said when they, they get larger and larger... And it gets more. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't consider them to be giving data to third parties, but it's also because I know that they like to screw over third parties. So yeah. they, it's uh, yeah. it's because I know they're a bit self-centered that I don't yeah. believe they're going to give my data to other people. But like, um, yeah, because I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy an Alexa because I don't trust them enough with that level of. I know. I know the whole. You know, it's not always listening. Yada yada, and like I know that stuff. Um, but I wouldn't trust uh, that in my home. The same way that I wouldn't trust a Google Google Home thing in my home either. Yeah. You have, oh, you have your um, uh, like eye patch over your laptop camera as well. Yeah, don't you? yeah. Maybe I'm really concerned about privacy. I'm I would really, say you're generally like I, someone I, I, never, I, I never would have considered myself though. Although I deactivated my Facebook account yesterday. Oh, you joined. I haven't, I haven't, oh, nice. I haven't logged in for a few weeks. Yeah, just just get rid of it, bro. I didn't. I didn't it's delete. Focused. Yeah, I can't deactivate. You have to because, die. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. When you deactivated, did you check the? There was something oh, to ask you're going to miss you. me apparently. What? So on the final page of Facebook, <laughs> on the final page of Facebook, it's like it seems to pick five random friends. Um, but yeah, it says Tom will miss you if you leave. Yeah, it has them all at the top, and these people will miss you. Yeah, wow. I'm like I don't think Tom's going to miss me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Our strong connection on Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Maybe I'm really in. I do love Facebook for their like um, attention-seeking emails of like, oh, yeah. this person has shared a Facebook update. And, yeah, yeah. But, like I installed the fuck, dude. I'm really privacy conscious, so I've moved to DuckDuckGo. Yeah, as well. And how's that? Is how's that going? It's it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. It used no, to be it's awful. Really good now. Yeah. How is it for code searches? Like, um, Having, developer queries and things. I mean, if it gets good. me to the right question on Stack Overflow, that's usually enough. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, what you need. If we're being honest, like, just, yeah. Um, yeah, I installed their privacy. Uh, they, so they released a Chrome plugin that essentially grades the site. Oh, and then there's, there's been a few sites that have done that in the past, um, like read the TOS and stuff, read the yeah. terms of service. And wasn't it like barely any sites get an A or B or whatever, yeah. or a top mm. rating? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, most of them have like Google Analytics on, which is yeah. like sudden, like. But it does, it does the, the blocking of the cookies as well. Yeah. The blocking of the cookies. <laughs> So the, um, the kind of approach that Firefox yeah. has taken, they like rolled that out through yeah. to Chrome with the Chrome extension. Yeah. And you've moved to Fastmail now? Fastmail, yes, yeah, so I ditched. Uh, my God, I sound so paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, moved all my personal email away from Gmail to um, yeah. Fastmail. Yeah. Which I'm, yeah, I'm currently in the process of doing that as well. Yeah. Just like, yeah. fuck those fuckers. Move away from the big guys. Yeah, 40 bucks a year, as many domains as I want. Um, well, the one thing I have realized from moving away from Google though is how great an email client inbox is. Really? I think it looks ugly. 
Oh yeah, I mean, it, it looks fine, but just like the utility of it and how easy and oh, good really? it is. He means it was good because it hid all the messages, the newsletter messages. Yeah, like so like, he never, didn't realize he was good. Uh, because you don't realize that you signed up to so many things just because it's hidden in like, you know, those tabs. So short. Yeah, I haven't got those enabled. Oh, right. But like, it, it can take all your newsletters, clump them into there. So you, essentially yeah. your inbox remains um, clean. Next level spam. Yeah, has only the important <laughs> stuff. Um, so yeah, like moved on a fastmail, used the fastmail app, like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. And then, um, uh, then you had the deluge. Yeah. Then I was going to bed. I thought, all right, I'll watch, um, so I'm watching a yes minister. Oh yeah. Uh, amazing. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> watching that in bed and they think, Doo -doo. like email comes in, oh, cool. Fuck off. Man. I'm trying, trying to go to sleep. And like, why the fuck doesn't do not disturb fucking kick in when I'm clearly watching something. In <laughs> yeah, bed. I thought so. And then Doo -doo. another one comes like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so I mean, so you swap back for to Google now then. No, no, no. <laughs> I basically had to find an email client, so I'm using Spark. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you sent me a really spammy email, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't show up in my send. So you know how in Spark you can just like an email or thanks. Oh yeah, whatever. it sends so, like a HTML email back with a tick box saying thank you, and then like sent from Spark, and I'm like, yeah. oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I was Nick done. So Tom was my guinea pig oh. to, see, to see how it worked. I never actually used it. I haven't told him any of this. So I just think he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's something I've not had to do for a long time. Is look for email clients. Like, yeah. it's, uh, well, I had I had Redwood building one, so yeah, <laughs> maybe a couple of years. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gmail is really good at hiding spam and really good at notifications, like deciding yeah. when it's. Time to tell Nick that an email has arrived. Yeah. Well, well, I think that about wraps us up for this week. Any, any final words? Are we all good? Thanks to our sponsor. Yeah. Still less thanks to our sponsor, Absolute Music, and 23andMe, I guess. But <laughs> Absolute Music provided us um, with some audio kit and mics. They do, they're based down in Bournemouth in the UK. Um, I've bought stuff for my bass guitar as well uh, from them. So they. Maybe you give us a little jingle next, next time. <laughs> Which is just pay you. Oh, right, you mean me doing yeah. a jingle. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could look into that. I could look into that. Um, that means he's not going to do it. <laughs> bom, 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 yeah. bom, bom, I could bom, bom. look into that for you. <laughs> yeah, I looked into it. And I decided, <laughs> <laughs> I decided no. Yeah. But no, uh, I think the most impressive thing when I went down to see Absolute Music, I've done them a couple of times. They have an amazing like acoustic guitar room, which is like, uh, they like temperature controlled. Um, Bloody yeah, they do. They like manage the humidity in the rooms because mm -hmm. they look after all the wood uh, and yeah, uh, some sweet sweet guitars in there. So if you're if you're in the area, South Coast, pop along to Absolute Music. They're amazing. Good guys. Definitely. Shout out Alex. Yeah, Alex, the person that when we signed a contract for maintenance work on the he wrote his signature and in the position column he wrote reverse cowgirl. So you can't go too far wrong. <laughs> I've also got like five liters of beer from him still to drink. Yeah, so that, that'll be a good Friday afternoon. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, cool. Sound off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for episode eight. Thanks very much for listening. If you've used 23andMe, uh, we'd love to hear about your experience. So if you found another service that you can export um, and import the DNA info into, then again, we'd love to hear about that. So you can share that with us on Twitter, Bobby Shaw. Red Davis and Nick J eighty nine on there. Uh, also, we're very grateful. Pete Garnett created a, a subreddit. So if you go to slash r slash four points in, you can find us on there. We can have a chat um, about some of the topics of uh, this and any other episode. So with that, catch you later. <laughs>